Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Anne and a heart in Southern California, uh, Southern, Southern Arizona, um, <laughs> welcoming you to Sananda's Sunday call that uh, is just perfect for our Sundays. Um, this is a call with Dr. Catherine E. May. Let me get in the dateline right now. Uh, today is Sunday, uh, May the 18th, the year 2014. And uh, we are just opening the call with Sananda and his guest. And uh, Dr. May will tell us more about that in just a minute. To understand uh, Dr. May and uh, how she is providing this wonderful cosmic connection for us, you can go to her website, which is whoneedslight.org. Whoneedslight.org. You can also, as people are piling in, getting the books, uh, look on the page book and author and get yours ordered. They're going out every day. And you'll learn more about this remarkable woman who is so well acknowledged uh, by, uh, well, you'll read about it on book and author. Let's just get on with the call. It's all there for you. And uh, I'd like to ask Catherine a little idea of what we're in for today. Do you have any idea um, what uh, we'll be learning about or who Sananda's guest might be? Yes, I do. I've been speaking with Sananda. In fact, <laughs> he likes to keep me on hold these days. <laughs> <laughs> so I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and the music was playing. Yeah. And sometimes he plays... Oh, oh so um, what music? What music, Catherine? What music? Uh, well, playing? we are the world. <laughs> I hear we are the world and I know it's Sananda. Uh, so this morning he came to just give me uh, a view of creation and where we all came from and our relationships with one another and uh, maybe he'll talk more about that in the channeling. And he's very, well, of course, doesn't surprise you. He's very considerate about how we arrange these calls. He always comes ahead of time to check in with me to reassure me that he'll be here. Oh, and, that's nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is really nice. You know, I, I've been in that position wondering if a guest speaker was going to keep their appointment, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he always checks with me ahead of oh, time to, nice. to let me know that he's going to be here in the morning and then, um, you know, an hour or two before the call. So I, he, he keeps in touch so yeah. that I always know that he's going to be here. Great. Um, and when he has, and he came a couple hours ago to say, Mother God would like to come today. Mm-hmm. And there's there's such a quality. Um, there, of course, each one is unique. Each entity that we speak with mm-hmm. is unique and wonderful in their own right, and their energy is different. So when I feel Mother God's energy, it, there's a quality of sweetness to it that is just so beautiful, and I just feel like well. Today, especially. Spring is definitely in the air here. In the Northeast, everything is just exploding green. Suddenly, winter is far behind, and we've gone through the first phase of spring with the daffodils and the forsythia and the bright yellows, and now the other plants are starting to bloom, and it's just exquisite. And there's this feeling of expectation in the air. I don't know whether it's um, it's because of nature popping forth, but I think there's more to it. It feels to me like there are enormous shifts happening. I know Gaia is healing. She's responded to the work that we've been doing, the light workers who've been helping. There are so many people now helping to clear the ley lines, to to clear everyone's chakras, to uh, the Council of 64 has been working. Those above and those on the ground have been working hard to clear all of our chakras. Folks, you have people working for you that you don't even know and you cannot even imagine. There are light workers on the ground who spend practically 24 hours a day doing this work to help clear the environment, to help clear our our auras, to help um, Mother Terra heal. And this has been going on at full intensity for the last couple of weeks, and you can feel it. The energies are rising. The energy from the central sun is continues to flow this morning i was just feeling dizzy and it's like being high and dizzy and uh, you know happy all at the same time it's a wonderful feeling and at the same time i felt sananda's presence in my heart it's just overflowing with love so it's a i recommend it everybody (laughs) open your heart open your soul mind the center of your brain and just let the energies flow down through you and it's like nothing I've ever felt before in my life this is just a fabulous time to be alive have you been feeling that Anne? I felt that this morning I thought woo, here I go again Mm -hmm. floating dizzy 
um, grabbing onto the counter, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's nice, too, because you know it's there. It's happening, you know? Yes. I think this is part of what's here for, to reassure us. Um, you, well, we all, we all agree and acknowledge that as far as the most obvious and tangible things, around us, a lot of what's been predicted hasn't actually come to fruition here on the surface. But that doesn't mean things are not happening. And people who have opened their hearts and who are really listening can can feel the tremendous changes that are taking place. So it's as if it's all going to explode at once. <laughs> I know it's, it's working. like living in a different world. It really is. It just doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the old world at all. It's just a whole different experience. You know, everything. Yes. You know, our, our our responses, our physical responses, our emotional responses, um, our feelings. It's it, it, things we want to do. We don't want to do the old 3D things. We want to go out and get grounded with Gaia, yeah. you know? Right. But those are the things, you know, we're changing our whole perspective on things. So, yeah, I, I was just enjoying everything you were saying. It was just beautiful. Thank you, Catherine. Mm. I think it's it's really important for us now, those of us who've worked hard and and who know there are wonderful things coming, it's really important that we share this, that we acknowledge it with one another. And, you know, our um, our Facebook page, where the, the Healing for Ascension tour group is just growing by hundreds of people every day because I think everyone is feeling this. They want to talk to somebody about it. They want to have others around them that they can that they can express these things to and check it out, you know. If you are in a family that that poo-poos your spiritual development, then you need people you can talk to, you know. You need people you can share this with. So Gabriella has created this wonderful um, meeting place that's different from any other um, group I've seen on the web. It's designed for people to talk to each other. So we've made a rule on the page that you can't just come and post stuff that you read somewhere else. The idea is to come and talk to people about what's happening to you and what you, if you've read something you want to share, you have to describe to the group why you thought it was um effective or important and how it affected you. So people are really sharing their feelings and the the friendships that are developing are just beautiful. And this way you can really you really get to know people. You really get to know their inner feelings. They share such wonderful things with each other and such positive um information it's just a beautiful thing, and the group is just growing by leaps and bounds. Of course, there are always some people who are more active, and they are just developing a wonderful friendship and a circle of people who can rely on each other, 
who talk to each other every day. And now we're planning a trip to Montreal to continue our tour. So we'll be going to Montreal in about two weeks. So it's going to be posted on the website. I don't. I think you might have already posted it in. I couldn't get to it last night. I'm sorry, oh. Catherine, but I will today. Oh, that's today. right. Well, it'll be there. So mm-hmm. the details of the of when we'll be there will be posted, mm-hmm. and then after oh, yes. that, we'll be going to Toronto. So it's spring in the in the North Country. So we're going to be. Um, starting our tour again. We've had a couple of weeks off, and that was just wonderful. I've been working on editing. Um, we have the new scriptures almost ready to go out as a as an e-book, and we're working on When God Pinched My Toe to get that out as an e-book. So things are really cooking. And you've been working hard on the websites and... It's it's just a really wonderful time. There's a great sense of expectation. I know that the the RV is unfolding. Um, I can tell that things are people are really working hard in the higher dimensions to to make this happen. You know, if you look around, you know there's still some dark ones out there, and they're having to deal with them. And it's it's happening little by little was a bit like turning the Titanic around, but it's happening. <laughs> so when it does, it's yeah. just going to be fabulous because things are going to happen in a a more mm, what orderly way. So yes, <laughs> they're they're very careful. They're very careful, and uh, we are more spontaneous down here. We just want to do it, you know, instant gratification, but. Um, our galactic friends upstairs um, are very respectful of the universal laws. Um, everything must fit into its its designed space and must be uh, done in an orderly fashion. Uh, they're very respectful of that, uh, mm-hmm. so nothing is disrupted. And we just we don't comprehend the immensity of what's going on right now. So we just send our love and our gratitude. Mm, immensity, for sure. That's a good description of it. There's no way we could even begin to grasp the complexity of what's happening now. Changing an entire galaxy, an entire universe. <laughs> so they, they've been talking about that more in recent days. And, you know, our friend Peter with his website of Many of One, mentioned recently there are, oh, what, 4,938 galaxies in the altogether, and ours is just one. <laughs> so there, there is life, I think, in every galaxy, and seems like they're all here. We're going to find out pretty soon. Representatives from from everywhere. It's going to be a really exciting time. It is. It is. When we get to see and meet these people from other faraway places, 
it's just mind-boggling. You know, the, think- the, the thing that, that I'd like to bring people, now that you bring this up, Catherine, is uh, the recent message you brought us from Ashtar. Um, they mm-hmm. need our help down here right now. Uh, they need us to um, get the word out because I think it's like 65% of the surface population um, believes uh, that there are extraterrestrials and maybe 50% believe they're benevolent. And we need to bring those numbers up to 100%. Uh, we right. cannot give the remaining uh, powers that were but are still in strategic positions the galactics would never um, jump the gun and uh, make themselves visible, which would be taken as an excuse to initiate martial law, curfews, blah, blah, blah. Set mm-hmm. us backwards. They're not going to do it until the whole population is ready and they get the formula. Just go to hollowearthnetwork.com and scroll down through the announcements and you'll see breaking news with daily inserts. And yesterday's from Ashtar tells us how we can start casually waking people up in a positive way. It's, it's uh-huh. our turn now. We've got to pitch in. This is our work. Right. So this is not something they're going to do to us or for us. We have to prepare the ground. So there are lots of ways you can talk to people. Everybody's curious about spaceships. You don't have to talk about anything spiritual. You don't have to mention, you know, Mother, Father God or Zora or Sananda or anything like that. Just talk to people about the spaceships. And if you... If you just approach it from a very simple way, like saying, you know, they're not really aliens. They're really like us. And people will go, well, how do you know? Well, I just think about it. They've been up there now for generations. There have been people seeing these so-called UFOs, They're no longer unidentified. Everybody's identified them. They're flying around all the time. They show themselves. And you can, if you just start talking to people, you know, if you go on the Internet, you'll see every week or so there's a new showing where somebody gets videos. And these videos are coming from all over the world. There are some hot spots, you know, like the west west coast of the U.S. and Mexico and and South America and um, the U.K. There are lots of them being being seen. And when when people are posting these things from all over the world and they're speaking in all different languages and you can hear the people talking, you know these are not hoaxes. There are people who just Catherine. have their phone there, you know, and they just took Catherine, a when, when, when you hear them talking, though, 
Mm-hmm. They're excited. They're happy. They're right. not saying, oh, the aliens are coming. They're saying, look, there's one there. Oh, this is wonderful. Look at this. And, you know, and they said mm-hmm. that they're soon going to be uh, seen. Uh, e- e- where was it? We saw low-flying aircraft in, in rural areas. And so, but if the people on the ground start applauding, it'll be contagious, <laughs> you know. Right. And it, and their response is always positive on these. They're they're not uh, concerned. They're welcoming as you hear them narrate these these videos. Mm-hmm. So it's all being published in a very uh, enthusiastic way. Yes, and you don't see anymore. Oh, is this a hoax? You know, uh-huh. and let's examine <laughs> this video. There are so right. many of them. That uh-huh. you couldn't possibly examine all of them, and they have timestamps on them, and you know it's just regular people taking videos all around the world. And the more that happens, and the more people start watching these and applauding, as you said, they're they're going to show themselves more and more. I think it's what Ashtar called the peekaboo program. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now you see us. Now you don't. <laughs> so they're they're upping the frequency, I think, uh, when they show themselves. But they're still being very careful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody we can't give them any excuse. We can't give them any excuse that we're right mm-hmm. right down to the final countdown. Uh huh. But now mm-hmm. it's our turn. We've got to get the word out, and we've got to do it one-to-one when we're standing in line at the gro- at the checkout stand. You know, we've got to always have a, a picture that we're, we, oh, I just got this from my friend. Have you heard about all these UFOs? Isn't this fun? You know? Right. And, uh, exactly. You know, people, yeah, and, and get the word out right then and there. Um, that's what they're asking us to do. That's boots on the ground work. Nobody else can do it but us. Right. That's our next project. That's our assignment for the week. It is. It is. And the sooner we get it done, the sooner we get our landings, guys. So, you know, um, we've got our marching orders. (laughs) (laughs) That makes it fun. It is. It makes us part of the game. It's wonderful. Okay, so here's the assignment for everyone who hears this program. Everybody who's listening, go out and tell five people that either you've seen a UFO, and, you know, when I ask people or when I bring it up, practically everyone I talk to says, oh, yeah, I saw one of those when I was a kid, or I saw one of those years ago. Everybody I've spoken to about it tells me they've seen one. But they never mentioned it to anybody in the last 30 years. Hmm. So get them to mention it now. If you reaffirm for people that what they saw was real, they're Mm going to start talking about it. And if you talk about in the checkout stand, um, it becomes sort of natural uh, subject to conversation, it was easy for them to hear, and 
you know, people duplicate what you what they've seen. Oh, I was talking to this person in the checkout stand. They're more willing to be casual about it because you were casual about it, not making right. a big to do. It becomes a way of life. Everybody's talking. Oh, everybody's talking about it now. You know, right, and right. so they so feel like a they got a lot of backup. They don't feel like they're standing out. Oh, everybody's talking. All my friends are talking about. It. So it's just ho hum, yeah. Um, and so right. they don't feel like they're making a big issue of anything. Exactly. So it's not a big debate. You're not trying to change anybody's mind. And if somebody says, "Oh, that's a big hoax," you just move on. Well, yeah. But, boy, I know a lot of people who've seen them. (laughs) Keep your eyes on the skies. (laughs) Keep your eyes on the skies. Right. So that's part of it. And the other thing is, um, Sananda said that today we're not going to take any questions because there shouldn't be any questions. We've been putting out so much information and answering everyone's questions for such a long time and he said if there's anything new he will he will tell it on this you know in the messages and on the shows the information will be readily available so any new developments we will know about it so the new development is this um the uh, the wish to make the landings possible and to do it in a very gradual, gentle way. That's the Peekaboo program apparently is kind of a new idea to do it exactly this way. So we're building up to healings, healing ships coming. But that's not yet. That will come when it's announced. So I think... I think Sananda will want to talk about healing since this is traditionally the call that we talk about healings and Mother God will be coming to talk to us too. So I think if that covers the recent stuff, maybe it's time to turn it over to Sananda. Well, we're all ears. That's what we came for. Looking forward to it. All right. Let's... Let's see what they have to say. Okay, well, we'll let you just settle in, give you just a little bridge, because Sananda's already told you he's ready, and uh, there won't be any delays. So I'm just giving a little bridge, and Catherine's taking her last sip of water and uh, making the body and the voice comfortable for Sananda. And uh, I believe by now we can welcome Sananda. Are you here, Sananda? I certainly am. Hello, everyone. Oh, yes, this is has become very comfortable for us. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a warm and inviting environment, and it's easy. Catherine and I have worked it out, so she steps aside and I can speak with you, so... It's lovely to speak with you, too, beloved Lady Nada. It's a treat for me to be here. And I do have some information for people. Nothing um, that's going to, 
to blow anybody away, but I want to confirm the things that you've already been talking about. And yes, our Ashtar is funny man, you know. He likes to come up with interesting and clever names for things. I love his peekaboo program. And that is very much what we're concentrating on now. And there's something you haven't mentioned that I think is a nice element that you'd like to consider about this. Imagine the cabal on the ground, the bankers who are trying to hold up the RV, the um, financiers, the international financiers who are trying to grab as much money as they possibly can in this process of changing over. And it is changing over, beloved ones. It is changing. The, there are countries around the world where the currency has already either officially or unofficially been revalued. And these bankers are, are you know, working their little fingers to the bone on their computers trying to move the money around so fast that they can make a bonanza here, a fortune there. And they're trying to pile up their billions and billions of dollars. You know, it doesn't take much of a spread, as they call it, to make an enormous pile of money if you have a lot of of trades to do. And so this is what they've been trying to do, to fill their pockets to overflowing before they let anybody else get any of the money. It's an old story. They've done this all along. But they each time there's a shift in the in the world financial markets, they find an, yet another clever way to skim off the money and keep it for themselves. So can you imagine these people who mostly have their nose in their account books, of course they're now electronic, but mostly are paying attention only to the size of their pile of money. Imagine them considering that there might be fleets of ships coming. Do you think that their piles of money will help them? Do you think that any amount of money is going to have any effect on what we can accomplish once we're able to land? Now, all we need to do is, as my beloved Anne has said, convince everyone in the world that this is a marvelous thing that it's going to be a big party and there's nothing but advantages to be had from huge groups of our beloved friends from other planets landing here to bring us advanced technologies, new ideas, and friendship, love, friendship, and celebration. What could be bad about that? So this is this is the attitude, the sense of excitement that we want you to get across. That we want you to help others to recognize. 
you know, people have been flocking to see movies about spacecraft and so-called aliens for generations. Well, you don't have to go to the movies. You only need to look up. And there will be more and more sightings. And closer. You've noticed that probably that some of these recent sightings, people have gotten very clear video images of a ship with the lights around the bottom of the ship. Very clear pictures because we're coming closer. We're staying a little bit longer. And then, of course, the ship disappears without harming anyone, just saying hello, and then away we go. And the more this is done, the more curiosity we hope to inspire in people and the less people will be fearful. You know, there's always one in the crowd who will say, look out, look out, it's an alien ship. (laughs) Well, there is no such thing as alien. We are all one. There are no aliens. None. There are only people that, in the dichotomy point of view, there are only those beings that are not like you. That does not make them alien. There are actually, many of them, the ones who helped to develop the human race, who gave their own DNA to help to create the bodies that you live in. These are your cousins. And they are so eager to come and help you. Well, you all know that. It's the others we have to convince. Perhaps you could put together a little a little package of thoughts, pictures, ideas. Several of you are working on those kinds of things. Let's let's pass them around and help each other. To have something to show people, something to tell people about. There are such wonders happening now. And even in your mainstream communities, there are television shows being made about the pyramids that are being discovered around the globe, pyramids on Mars and on the moon and so on. It will be easy pique your friend's curiosity. And it won't be difficult to make the argument, well, of course they're friendly. If they weren't, we would have known that long ago. (laughs) They haven't done anything to try to hurt us, to disturb us. In fact, those programs... Now, this word is going to get out very quickly. Those programs where um, people were abducted and there were a few cases where a ship came and murdered cattle and left hideous remains and where it looked like a massacre had happened. That was deliberate, and that was done 
by the secret government on your planet that had nothing to do with your brothers and sisters from the skies. Those are the secret government projects. And it won't take much to convince people of that. There is good proof of it. There are now people who've worked on those programs who are coming out and saying, oh, yes, I was there when certain um, information from from other planets and other uh, races was given to us to help us, and it was misused. It was used for war machinery. It was used to... to um, restrict and control the people rather than help them. And so those programs have been shut down. You don't hear of any more so-called alien abductions, do you? They ended because it is not being permitted. Those programs were directly from your planet, not from anyone else in the universe. And they have ended. There will be no more information given until we're certain that those on the ground are able to use it carefully, that it can be propagated for all, for the greater good of all. And so... Anything about an alien abduction, and you can say, yes, those were secret government projects. And they were designed to scare people and make everyone think that aliens are dangerous. And they were rather crude. I mean, look what they did. It was really very crude, making it look as if aliens wanted to come and steal your DNA. Well, of course they don't. There's been a, an open exchange, a, an understanding of what DNA is and how it works, and they have no need to come and steal your DNA. <laughs> so let's lay that one to rest. It helps that they've been stopped, that those, those awful programs have been stopped. And, we might add, stopped by those who people call aliens. (laughs) It's the opposite of what people think, isn't it? A lot of things are the opposite of what people have thought all along. But this group, when you hear these conversations and you read the messages, we send, both Anne and Catherine get letters every week from people saying, thank you so much. Everything you say rings so true. I've always known these things in my heart. I've always known these things. And I felt like I was crazy because everybody else believed the opposite. And there are more And more people every week, the numbers are growing enormously. You've spread the message far and wide. You've made these conversations available to the world. 
and now there are many, many people translating these messages into different languages, not so much the radio messages, but the written ones are being translated into dozens of different languages. There are crews of people doing that work, and all of it, all of it, volunteer work. No one is being paid to do any of this. These are, this is work that people do from their hearts. You could not hire anyone to do this. And the the translations that are done are done with such love and with such joy. It shows, it shines through. You can feel it in the words. Along with my words and the energy that I imbue with these in these messages goes the loving feeling of those who write them, those who put them out to the world, and those who translate them. We are endlessly grateful for all of the work that goes into this. All of you, so enthusiastic, so willing, some of you, to simply give your lives to this project. There is no financial reward for this work. There's nothing you could pay a person to make them want to do this. I assure you, it's not a job. And this is where we're heading. Everyone will have a chance in the new Earth world. Everyone will have a chance to do a job that they love. And there will be so many more of you doing the things you love that we won't have to see a few people working 18 hours a day trying to get the word out. There will be no danger in what you do. You won't have to worry about being attacked or being vilified or or being shut down. And I assure you there are many on the front lines in the political arena who have really risked their lives, who have been under attack. And of course, occasionally there is a uh, someone who comes along in the spiritual community who wishes to undermine and destroy. It happens. You can see why. There are jealousies stirred up, and the energies now are so intense. If someone is on a spiritual path, it lifts you. It lifts you higher and higher. You feel more and more loving, more and more secure. If you're not, if you've been crushed by the wave of darkness that left everyone feeling insecure and frightened and wanting, there's the old feeling, you know, the undercurrent of insecurity and self-doubt, even self-hatred. If you've been swamped by those feelings, then these new energies coming through have really set people on edge. 
has created a a sense of desperation and combativeness and these are the these are the ways of destructiveness you see breaking on the shores in recent weeks if you happen to be someone who's standing on those shores it can be quite brutal as our beloved Lady Nada has experienced and so has Lady Portia it happens but do not allow the pettiness and the darkness that still remains to have any effect whatsoever on your own bright view of what you know is coming. It is the last gasp of the darkness, of the ego that was connected to that darkness. Anytime you hear people talking about, I deserve this, or I'm entitled to that, well, those are the ideas that the cabal instilled, that there are some who are more deserving than others, that there are some who are better than others, that that um, life is a battle and you must proclaim your own worth to the skies or you're likely to be forgotten or or taken advantage of. It is an old story. And it is a dying one. For we are on the path to a brand new world. You can all feel it. The sense of one. You feel the connection with others on the call. You don't even know their names. You don't know where they are or who they are. But you feel them. You feel the presence of others who are right here with you. Right here. Breathing the air of hope. Feeling the feelings of pleasure and light. Being uplifted. Now, there may be moments where you feel yourself fall back. Do not disapprove or beat on yourself or anything of the kind. Just take a breath, a big one. Put your feet on the ground and say to yourself, it's okay, I'm learning. I am becoming the best person that I can be. And this little slip I just made is part of my process because I learn from it. I just learned that I can still trip. And I can pick myself up and brush myself off, and it's all right. I go on. And every time I do, I get stronger. Every time I do... I feel more hopeful. I feel encouraged. 
there was another time I caught myself. All right, it's not perfection, but there's no such thing as perfection. We're not looking for perfection here. We're looking to join with one another happily, joyfully, with a sense of contentment, pleasure, friendship, and ease. Peace of mind is what comes when you no longer have to live in duality. Harmony is the basis for all, all that we look toward. Little by little, you've been climbing, ascending from the depths of darkness And in some ways, the recent years have been the darkest of all in the pockets where the cabal is still fighting to keep control. There is terrible darkness. But the contrasts now are so extreme. People are really waking up to how dark it has been. You know, it was only a few years ago, that everyone was asleep and no one would have even suspected that the banks were stealing your money. No one would have even entertained that idea. And now, all over the globe, there are people questioning, what are they doing? And you know, the rudeness, the, that you experience from the computer <laughs> or the person who's been hired to be a computer when you have to deal with a large corporation. The rudeness is just astonishing. Why are you astonished? Because you're awake. Because you're realizing how horrid that is. How could anyone speak to another human being that way with such callous disregard? There was a time when you would just grumble and think, oh, it's inevitable. No longer does anyone think it's inevitable. Not truly. Not in your hearts. Your hearts are telling you It doesn't have to be this way. This, beloved ones, now, this week, is the beginning of a global spring where everyone rises up and says, it doesn't have to be this way. There are more of us than there are of them. In fact, The them, the ones who were in power, are only a handful. It is an illusion, beloved ones. It's an illusion that you're being controlled. If you don't like the way the bank behaves, take your money away from them. Go elsewhere. Go to a small, 
local bank where the people are friendly and they know your name. How long would these companies and these corporations exist if nobody bought what they had to sell? A week? A month, maybe? So you see, you have great power. Now the great awakening is, it doesn't have to be this way. Not for another day. Not for another week. And when you all lift your hearts and your expectations, not to a state of anger and resentment, but to a place of exuberance, excitement, and the knowledge you command your own life. You are in command of your own feelings. Your heart belongs to you. You are free to love. No one can stop you. No one controls that. You breathe your own air. You make your own choices. If you breathe love into every encounter, every relationship, your life will be a glorious pleasure. You don't need riches. You need friends. You don't need financial security. You need people security. People who are awake and alive and can be trusted because they're competent, intelligent, aware. Because they know there is something better. And they will keep their eye on the prize. This is your work now, beloved ones. Keep your eye on the prize. Envision the RV happening across the globe. Yes, it is coming. Of course it's coming. Make it come faster. Picture yourself going to the bank to exchange and then picture yourself doing those things that you have held in your heart to do, those projects. Plan them. Contact the people who are going to help you. Draw them. Beloved, Nada has told you about drawing what she wanted and making it happen. Make yourself a dream board, as many have talked about. Cut out the pictures, not of the new car you want to buy, although you can have that in one corner, but not just material wealth that you need to you think you need to collect for yourself. What are you going to really do to change the world? How are you going to lift others? 
how are you going to make people's hearts sing? You can give away a song. You can create a wonderful party. You can build a house. You can cook a fabulous meal. There are those now, you know, who are doing that. Creating, there have always been those who have created soup, they call them soup kitchens. Well, now, the idea of a soup kitchen is going to take on a whole new meaning because you're going to have gourmet chefs working in those soup kitchens and they're going to be open to all to all, not just those who are singled out to be poor or pitied. Have your soup kitchens, but have them in the center of town where everyone can enjoy it. Those are the kinds of things that you will be looking forward to. Now, Mother God is going to talk about healing a bit, But I'd like to say a few things about that before I move on. We've talked about the wonderful healing abilities of our friends, the Arcturians, who came week after week to help us with the healing calls. When people came in large numbers to be healed, when Catherine taught, how to heal yourselves, and how to think about it. We're still doing that in every call, aren't we? But it's gotten easier because now you understand that your health belongs to you and your ability to heal belongs to you. There are very few illnesses these days that can be helped by a doctor. Yes, there are some. If you have a broken bone, you want to have it set properly. There are a few um, temporary fixes that you can find if you have a disease. There are some medications that will quickly eliminate it. But unless you are working very hard to raise your vibration, any of those medications will create more problems than they fix. So we recommend to you, look to the alternatives. The energy help. There are so many who are learning powerful new energy techniques to help um, regenerate your bodies, to help you um, charge up your immune system, to help you raise your vibrations so that you can heal yourself. That is our goal. And we will continue teaching that. It does take quite a while to really grasp that the entire medical training as it exists today is focused on illness 
looking for illness and trying to stamp it out the way agriculture has looked at insects. They are a disease to be stamped out. The way farming has looked at weeds, they are a disease to be stamped out and violently stamped out to the extent where everything is endangered. The soil, the air, the water, and your bodies by this kind of approach You call it allopathic medicine, the approach that there is a disease and you need to stamp it out. We see you as an organism, an organism which is a part of an enormous whole. If there is a rampant disease in a group of people, look to the culture look to the way of life. That is what generates the disease. You are all learning. And as you raise your vibration, you're becoming healthier. Some of you are looking younger. This is the process that we have experienced in the higher dimensions. Of course, we understand that life is eternal. But even the human form was designed to live several hundred years in very good conditions. So you see how difficult and uh, poisonous your conditions are that you only live to about 80 years and there were times when it was far less than that. Now let's talk about where about the juncture between the conversation about the ships and the conversation about healing meets. We are so eager so eager to bring our healing ships. Oh, we look forward. We watch. We know all of you who are suffering with a disease, we know of your suffering. We want to help. We truly want to help. We understand from our perspective that It's not a tragedy when a person dies. We understand that what's on the other side of the veil is delightful. And still, we don't want to see you suffer. We would like to see you dancing right up until the last day you spend on the planet. We'd like to see you celebrating life not dragging through your days, limping or in pain. We want to help. We want to help. We want to help. And this is why we're asking you. 
go out in your neighborhoods and talk about the landings. Talk about the ships and how friendly they are because you will cultivate the atmosphere that we need to be able to land ships so that we can bring, let's call them our hospital ships. But think of it as the battlefield. We can land our hospital ships on the battlefield. We can take the broken bodies and and repair them. We want to do that. We very much want to do that. But we need your help. We have the ability. We have the will. But we need you to have the will as well. This is a joint venture. We cannot do it without you. There are many who will say, oh, it's okay, you can land in my backyard, I'll bring all my friends. Well, no, we can't do that because your local sheriff might get get wind of it and roll out the tanks. This is not what we're looking for. We need for the culture of planet Earth to change from a culture of suspicion and dread and fear to one of simple pleasure when you think about the possibility that your brothers and sisters are going to come in spaceships and help you. Now, can you get that idea out to the world? There are now thousands of you listening to this. Thousands. And thousands more reading the messages as they work their way around the world. You can touch millions. Those of you who are listening can reach millions of people What are you waiting for? Oh, I'm afraid people will disapprove. So what? I'm afraid my family will think I'm crazy. So what? You'll be vindicated. When when the landings come, they'll all turn to you and say, Oh, you were right. Or, (laughs) probably many of them will say to you, See, I told you this would happen. (laughs) you know how people are they will object and they'll whine and they'll complain until the last moment and then they'll go oh I knew this all along why do you fear others approval why do you or disapproval why do you care if people think you're crazy consider that question carefully beloved ones think about it Why do you care? Why does it matter if someone were to say, oh, you're a crackpot. Oh, you are just gullible. Oh, you'd believe anything you see on the Internet. Well, why does it matter if they say those things? They're just showing their blindness. That's all. 
They're just proving that they're still asleep. So you can say, okay, I'll come back later when you're awake. (laughs) At least say that to yourself. And don't take it to heart. If everyone reduced their behavior to match the lowest common denominator, you'd still all be living in caves. Be the one who dares to venture forth. Be the one who's not afraid to talk about it. What's the worst thing that happens? Someone looks at you funny? Are you truly afraid of that? Think. Look how you've been taught to fear other people's opinions. If you don't like other people's opinions, go out and find other people's people whose opinions you value. People like you. We've given you the tools here. We give you everything you need to find others who are like you. And yet still we hear people on all the calls say, well, nobody in my town feels the same way I do. Are you sure of that? How many people do you think there are in your town who are feeling exactly the way you do? Find them. Find them. And when you do, your hearts will soar. Have your own club. Don't try to join the club of people who are ignorant and have their heads buried in the sand. Why would you want to belong to that club? Join your own club of enlightened people who see, who can see the sun rising who can see the new day coming. Now, I hope I've inspired you to go right out and change your little corner of the world. And if ten people roll their eyes and tell you they think you're delusional, move on to the 11th and the 12th. And I guarantee you that every single person you have spoken to will then turn to someone else and say, would you believe what I just encountered? There was this person trying to convince me that spaceships are real. And the person they're talking to will say, why, of course. Didn't you know that? And your point will be made. Look outward. Look to the skies, beloved ones. We are here. We are here for you. We want to reach out and touch you. Welcome us. Welcome us. Embrace us as we embrace you. I am your Sananda, and I wish you all Namaste. Mm. Namaste. Perfect. Perfect. 
And uh, while you were speaking, Sananda, I was uh, getting the inspiration to print up a whole bunch more, 500,000 more Hello Earth Network uh, business cards uh, just with the website. The back is blank, and uh, I'll just send them free to people. They just send me uh, their stamped envelope and um, I'll, get, I'll post it on Breaking News, and we'll start handing out the Hollow Earth Network uh, cards again. I talk to people at the chiropractor's office, and someone hears me and says, can I have a card too? So um, let's just start, start like we did in the beginning, and I'll get the cards. You send me your stamp self-addressed envelopes, and uh, we'll start passing them out, getting them to the website, reading these messages, hearing these recorded calls. And um, with that, uh, Catherine, I bet you're yeah, back. I'm back. That's a great idea. I'll do the same. Yeah. I have an order yeah. in for, for business cards that mm-hmm. say, who needs light? I've never completed the card. No wonder it's still sitting there waiting for me. Well, I don't put I don't put my name or my phone number. I tell them I'm not selling anything. I, this is what I do, and if it's right for you, you'll know it. And by that time, I've already said enough that they're they're interested. And right. uh, then the back the back is blank. And if you want, you can put your name and phone number. But it's like Sananda just said. People get to the website and they say, oh, I knew I was right. This is everything I've always believed. Mm-hmm. We just got to get them there. And all of our information, all the links to your website are there. And uh, the very words, Hollow Earth Network, with our beautiful picture. And uh, and the, the web address. And uh, I send them out in groups of 25 and I send them free. And all you have to do is just send me the uh, send me your envelope so I can put the twenty five cards in, and it's a done deal. And we just start getting the word out, just like. And then Sinatra you just said. people can just take it, and ask, uh-huh. of course you ask before you leave cards. But there are all kinds of places where people let you leave cards. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and, and, you know, and it doesn't have anything on it but the website and the name, Hollow right. Earth Network, and the beautiful picture, and it's blank on the back. So if for any reason, you know, when people say, oh, that's interesting, uh, could you write that down? Just give them a card, or if you want to put, if you want and it's personal enough, you can put your name and phone number and continue the relationship. It's, you can personalize it if you wish. That's an excellent idea. Well, let's all do that. I'll get the I'll get the cards ordered. I'll order a thousand cards right now, and we'll send them out in envelopes. It costs postage about it used to be a dollar ninety two, but I'd say about three dollars in postage. So if you'll put three dollars, send me an envelope. Okay, I'll give you my. Oh, gee, here I go. Oh, giving out oh my street boy, address. are you? What, oh, what no, do I we do? need help. We need help to do this. Yeah, I hate to give out my street address. No, let us help. Let us, we'll put this out to the group, the Facebook group. I can group. send it to my brother's P.O. box. I will put it up, and he he's used to, they're still sending in from before. 
So I'll use my brother's P.O. box, which I can't give to you right now, but it'll be posted on Breaking News. And uh, get busy and uh, get your envelope, put your stamps on it, and send it to me. And back it'll come with your beautiful Hollow Earth Network um, uh, business card. Free. You know, if you send those media mail, it's cheaper. I don't know what that is. They're all individuals to be... The U.S. mail, just three, huh? Mm -hmm. The U.S. mail will send it. Media mail, as long as you don't write anything personal in it. If you just have an envelope with some cards in it, it's much cheaper. Oh well, I'll have to put twenty-five in and see what they would charge me. Yeah. So it might be two bucks. It's not going to be more than that. Okay. Okay, I'm writing it down. And I'll check and see at the post office Monday what media mail will cost. And then I'll give you my my brother's P.O. box. And mm-hmm. um, he'll just drop them by and I'll fill them up and off we'll go. And we will blast this country. And then there's all of Catherine's calls posted. There's all the messages posted. Um, there, there's... Sananda's 20 uh, new scriptures are are featured right there on the very front. It's all there. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all there. So, yeah. Excellent. Okay. That's so what we'll popped in my head help. at the end of, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it makes your conversations maybe a little easier. You might say, oh, well, you know, somebody told me about this, and when I went there I was surprised, you know. And we're on our way. And it gives a little credibility that way. Mm -hmm. Great idea. Now, I would like to get some help for you because you're going to be inundated with requests for these cards. So you're paying for the cards. People are going to pay their own postage. We'll find out. It's Mm -hmm. a dollar or two. They'll send it with their envelope. Um, Let's see if we can get somebody to send them out. All they got to do is open the envelope and have the cards all stacked in groups of 25 and just grab the stack oh, and put I in the envelope. See. Okay. All Done right. deal. So it's there, there'll yeah. be self-addressed envelopes, so there's no address. Self-addressed instances. envelopes with stamps. And, you know, I just rip it open, there's your envelope, grab a stack of 25, pop it in, off it goes. And we will have a campaign, and we'll be doing exactly what Sananda did, and we'll be leading him to his messages where they can hear him and read the messages that Catherine brings. So, yeah. Okay. That's what popped into my head, so it must be the right thing to do. (laughs) We'll do it then. Okie dokie. I'll get the cards ordered. Mm -hmm. And that'll only take a short time. So by the time you start getting people's, um, mm-hmm. You'll post it. How much they, what they yeah. should send. Yeah, and this so print, clear. Uh, doesn't take this to print long. You know, I can order it, and I have it in a couple three days. So by mm-hmm. the time your envelopes get to me, I will have a new supply of cards. Terrific! Oh, this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> that's very interesting. We're we're really getting, we're really moving here. We've done a couple mm-hmm. of campaigns that were really successful. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's make this one. Oh, yeah. Let's prepare for the landing. It's so easy. It's so easy. 
And, you know, 25 cards you can keep with you all the time. They're right at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go fast. I mean, once people start handing them out, oh, yeah. they'll go fast. Oh, and they're beautiful. They're really beautiful. Mm-hmm. That picture of Eden of the Hollow Earth. Uh-huh. The Hollow That's Earth really, picture. Yeah, that picture that we have on the front of our website, um, Zora and Zorea have both told me. In fact, the first time Billy saw it in the very beginning, he said, when I first created the website and I went to the Internet looking for pictures, something that would depict Hollow Earth to me, Mm-hmm. And I was drawn to this picture. It was just called Paradise. And I was just drawn, to, ooh, getting getting the chills. And uh, just, I wish yeah. we knew where that came from. We'd, well, I don't nice know. know. Um, we, I've never done an intensive search, but it's called Paradise. I got that far. And, uh, and when when Billy saw it in the very beginning that first year, he says, where did you get this picture? And I said, I was just on the Internet looking for something that really felt like hollow earth to me. He says, well, that's the city of Eden you're looking at. You're standing there <laughs> looking into the... And then Zora, when I talked to Zora personally, I asked him eyeball to eyeball, and um, he confirmed it too. Goodbye. Uh-oh, there went my Internet. <laughs> i got to get this computer fixed. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah. He just said Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns off if I don't keep my eye on it. Oh, but, I have um, mine on, so we're okay. Yeah. Okay, it'll be up in just a minute. I used to have the screensaver, but, you know, when you take it into the shop, which everybody knows I did, um, you lose a lot of these settings. And mm-hmm. I've also lost my son. He's out in Columbus, Ohio, so there's nobody to help me with doing these things. Oh, it'll be back. All right, well, let's see what Mother God has to say. Yeah, let's do. And you're right. You can feel her sweet energy, but you know, Catherine, I think we can too with the sweetness in her voice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's such a difference, even though they're all speaking through your vocal cords, uh, the energy is there, and it just has such a nurturing, warm, sweet, loving um, feel uh, when Mother God comes through. So we're looking forward to it. And um, I'll let you just take a second here. Okay. And we'll go ahead. I'll give you a minute here. Not even a minute. You guys are fast. Okay. Now let's just give Catherine just a second. And um, we're going to look forward. It's been a while since we've heard from dear Mother God. And uh, Mother God, are you here? I am, beloved. Yes, this is Mother God. Uh, I am so happy to speak with my sweet children. You know, we take credit for lots of things up here in higher dimensions, and one of the things we take credit for is being your uh, protectors, your resource, your loving guides and overseers. You know that Father and Mother God are the ones who are given um, 
the credit for having created the galaxy that you live in. Yes, we have given birth to this galaxy. But now I'm going to reveal something more to you. When we created, let's start with our beloved Terra. When we created this planet, when I gave birth to Terra, it was with hearts filled with love, with a vision of creating a paradise for humankind. You might say, we built your house for you. We created this planet with love and affection and hope in our hearts to provide the most wonderful home for humankind. Now we, Mother and Father God, did not alone create all of you. We think of you as our children. For you live in the galaxy we created. We look upon you as our beloved family. But we did not, in fact, create each and every one of you. It was a far greater project than just Father God and I. That will all come to you, will all be revealed to you upon your ascension, which is to be very soon. You will come to understand how humankind developed, how you were created in the image of the great creator. We all work together here in the higher dimensions in ways that have not been completely described to you. We are a group of souls in love who create. You have more parents than you know. More guides. More loving angels. More overseers than you can possibly imagine. The creation of humankind was something marvelous. Was a... Mm, words really cannot capture. Hearts joined in excitement, hope, and great pleasure. So many of us have been involved in this wonderful project. 
Father God and I are very pleased to have been able to create this beautiful planet, this lovely solar system, this galaxy, over billions of years. And we were not alone. We don't do anything alone. You know, you think you must believe in one God. Well, there is the one great source, the one great love. But that one great love, we look to as our source. Here with us are the beloved creators. There are many of us. We have known one another for billions of years. And all of us, all of us look upon you in your beautiful project of raising humankind and raising your beloved Terra to higher vibrations. All of us look upon you with great joy and love overflowing. It is as if you have a family, a wonderful extended family, You've been meeting them and getting to know them, your archangels, the ascended masters who come to speak to you. All of them are your family. All of them have had a part in one way or another to help you rise up, to help create the circumstances that will allow you to rise up. There are others who are creators as well, creators of galaxies, of universes, as we sometimes call it. The world, the cosmos, is far more complex, far more varied and wonderful than we can possibly express to you in words. Many of you in your meditations have learned to soar. You've learned to leave behind the heavy body that you live in, to take moments where you fly, where you travel in your etheric body to experience the universe to feel what's out there beyond and oh is it an exciting place to be and such an exciting time it is I tell you these things beloveds to help you open your hearts and open your minds 
I do not wish to create thousands of intellectual questions. Your scientists have been working on these things for hundreds of years. That is not the approach we will take here. Your beloved Peter is giving you the outline, is giving you the picture of how things began and how things have developed over billions of years. You don't need to understand every detail. You do need to understand that all of us, every being, every soul, was created out of love. Our relationships are the relationships of a loving family. Nothing more, nothing less. The most loving, harmonious family you can imagine. We do everything by mutual agreement and unanimous consent. There are no renegades in higher dimensions. There are no rogue projects. Oh, yes, we experiment. We do. We have taken some chances. You, beloved ones, are one of our chances. (laughs) And you know enough of the story by now to know that there were times when it was touch and go. We weren't at all sure that this had been a good idea. This duality project, this allowing the darkness to envelop our beloved planet. But you agreed, all of you. You wanted this. You wanted this challenge. You wanted this experience that was not available anywhere else. There were times when we watched on with trepidation. We prayed, we joined our hearts to send you loving energy to help lift you up there behind the veil where we knew you were struggling and feeling alone And we watched you with such admiration, your courage, your tenacity. It is a wonder to behold. You look around you and say, oh, are you talking about these people? Yes, indeed. We are talking about you. And even those around you who are asleep, we see their history. We know what they've been through. We ask you, open your hearts to them. Do not fear. Some of them are like wild animals who've been mistreated. They may be suspicious. They may growl. 
but they cannot defeat you. How do you tame a wild animal? You feed them. You treat them with kindness. And you show them that you are no threat to them. And what happens? They end up eating out of your hand. This, beloved ones, is how you must approach your fellow humans, the ones who are just now waking up. Expect them to be a little grumpy. Expect them to be mm, a little self-absorbed. If you anticipate that, you won't be disappointed when they don't wheel around at your presence and say, oh, I just am so delighted you're here. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Well, your best friends may say that. The ones you find here in our family will treat you that way. Don't expect everyone to be ready as you are, but help them. Help them to overcome their timidity. Help them to join you. And they will soon be eating out of your hand. Philosophically speaking. Oh, there's so much to tell. I wish I could show you what I see. Your energy's rising. There is a, dyna- a dynamic that we can see. Father God has told you, your RV, as you call it, has already happened. You should have had it months ago. You only needed to claim it. It is already done. And what he says is true. We see the timeline. It is done. And you are already on that timeline. Yes, you've accomplished that. The energies continue to rise. You know that period from the 15th of April to the 25th was monumental. And it continues. You have momentum. Use it. Don't let it fritter away. You've seen what happened at various periods. After December 21st, there was a time back in the fall. There was another time early in the spring when people got discouraged. Oh, it hasn't happened. It's never going to happen. And the energies plummeted, making it not happen. Well, you've learned now. You're really catching on. This is an energy project And it is cumulative. And every time you raise your own vibrations, you contribute to the project's success. Every time you reach out and help another to awaken, 
your energies are increased, are doubled, because you've helped another to contribute. This is how it works, beloved ones. It is a simple principle, not one that's easy to grasp when you're one of 7.15 billion or so. You think you're just a drop in the ocean. It is not true. You have a tremendous impact. And the group of you together, if you all complete this project you've been talking about, if you all get together and do this, reach out. If each of you we're able to touch 10 people. That's not very many. To help them to awaken, to get them to ask questions, and to encourage them to no longer feel fear that your brothers and sisters are here to help. That will carry all of these projects we've planned, together, you and I, all of these projects will come to fruition immediately. The ships will land. Healings will take place. And waves and waves of you will ascend to join us in higher dimensions. Now you understand these things are separate projects. The RV, the ship's landing, the healings, and your ascension. Each one is a separate event. But each one will be ushered in by the raising of your vibrations. It is now up to you, beloved ones, we have all decided upon this. We are in complete agreement, you and I. When you were here in higher dimensions, you all voted for this. This vote has far more impact than any you ever made in a voting booth. You are not just polled. You didn't just agree to something that someone else designed. You were each and every one of you co-creators. You came here to make this happen. We're counting on you. We're here. Breathing love into your heart at every moment. Can you feel it? Can you accept it? Can you allow yourselves to feel completely at peace? Completely nourished with the wonderful sense of belonging that gives you such strength and peace of mind that you can walk forth into the world 
And it doesn't matter what other people are doing or what other people believe. It has no effect because you know in your own heart that you are with us, that you belong, that this is your family, and that we are one. We are together. And we will provide for you your gratitude to Mother Tara has been so welcomed and so appreciated. You can feel it, can't you? Under your feet, she's smiling. She's healing. And she has raised herself into the beautiful higher dimensions. And she awaits you. She's like a bride or like a new mother welcoming her family. We all feel that now. We look upon you, our beloved children, with such pleasure and joy. Look back at us. See us smiling on you. Let our joy pour into your hearts and you will never feel alone. For you are never alone. We love you beyond words. Keep us in your hearts. We await you with open arms. I am your mother God. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful, beautiful message. Yes. Um, yes. This is Catherine. I'm here with a big smile on my face and tears oh. in my eyes. <laughs> oh, honey. I, I just realized I'm sitting here with this huge smile on my oh. face. Oh. oh. She is smiling on us. Oh, and she's just so so sweet, yeah, and so loving, so caring. Well, that was wonderful. And I don't think there's anything that I can add to what's already been said. It just feels so wonderful. And I think we we know what we have to do. You know, she said... And the key words at the end were, if you just complete your project. Ah, uh, yes. So we've got our work cut out for us, and we're all in this together, as we are often told. And it's up to us. The ball's in our court. And uh, it's time for us to throw our shoulder to the wheel and do our part in conjunction with the peekaboos upstairs. We can have <laughs> fun doing this. We can have a wonderful time. So I'll mm. go ahead and get those cards going. They'll be here by the time your envelopes arrive. And uh, 
Just a minute. I'll give them an address if you want to talk a few minutes, Catherine. Oh. Let well, me see if I, I can. Yeah. I don't have much to follow up on since I'm, I'm going to have to listen to this call. I was just in an ocean of love. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yes. I don't think I I captured the um, the words of what she was saying, but... Mm-hmm. I just felt inspired and just just oceans and oceans of love. So you're going to give people the post office box. I've got it. I've got it. Get out your right. pens and pencils, everybody. My brother's name is Bill. He's a non-believer, but he's coming around. He said his doctor started talking to him about it. He says, he's as crazy as you are, Anne. <laughs> I said, I got to talk to your doctor now. I said, I'll I'll schedule an appointment (laughs) just so I can talk to him. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) His name is Bill, B-I-L-L, Clark, C-L-A-R-K, and his P.O. box is 441. And that's Tubac, T-U-B-A-C, Arizona, A-Z, and it's 85646. I'll repeat, Bill Clark, that's easy. I used to be Ann Clark. That was easy, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two, three, oh, no, that's the street address. Uh, P.O. Box 4841. P.O. Box 4841. Mm-hmm. Tubac, it's a beautiful artisan community. T-U-B-A-C, it means water coming from rock. Okay, Tubac, oh. Arizona, A-Z, 85646, 85646. It's an old presidio. It's a beautiful old, old town, old, mm. old Spanish church. Um, people come from all over the country just to walk the dusty streets and see the galleries, and it's it's really oh, nice, very very so, nice. Yeah. If people didn't get that just now, um, I'll put it on. You'll have it on the website. Yeah. Uh huh. Hollowearthnetwork.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hollowearthnetwork.com, and. Uh, I have major postings, and just keep sliding your bar down, down, down the page, and you'll get about almost halfway down, and you'll see breaking news. That's mm-hmm. where we live. That's where that's where Ashtar's message is that Catherine just gave us, and as soon as you click on the heading, it shoots you right into Catherine's web page, and there's the the message right on current messages. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're joined at the hip here, guys. <laughs> It works. It works. Yeah, All right. And I'll also, yeah, I'll also put call the, the information of the mailing yeah, for this to get your free Hollow Earth Network business cards. So we're, we're working to make disclosure work. But I yes. like the peekaboo campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to applaud because people follow. 
if if one person just starts pl- applauding, if you're in a crowd and somebody spots something and you've seen the pictures, all eyes are looking up and people are trying mm-hmm. to catch it with their with their cell phones, start applauding. It's going to start a revolution right there. That sucks the people in. They're all together. It's combined energy. Beautiful. Okay. Eyes to the skies, everybody. Yeah, we're going to make this work. So they now know that we're doing this. So you can expect to see more because we've just declared that we're going to be part of this campaign. So they're going to count on us and they're going to be looking for us to be looking for them. (laughs) So let's go, everybody. Let's make it work. I'm writing all my stuff down here so I can get it right up for you. And uh, we're going to hit the ground running, guys. That's what yes. this is about. Hit the ground oh, running. We are the ground crew, be... and let's do our job. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one's going to be fun. It all will right. be. So, and we'll have stories to share, Catherine. You know people are going to, when they start doing this, they're going to start having great stories to share, and we're looking forward to hearing them. Right. So let's make sure Wednesday night, when we meet next, um, we'll have questions. So we'll let people, you know, we'll let people tell us what they've learned and what's happened Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. last few days. Now, don't wait for your cards, people. Go out there and talk. Go out there and just strike up conversations about UFOs. And well, let's not call them UFOs. Let's call them. It's our it's our galactic family. They're welcoming us back into the universe. We've been isolated. It's our brothers and sisters up there. <laughs> I just pressed the music, and I think it's time <laughs> to actually let it play. So okay, all right, everybody. I'll be back on Wednesday with Anne. In the meantime, Anne, you're going to be with Peter on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I'm going so to be posting be... your Montreal tour. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap up the, um, we've had some other projects that have taken our time, but those are behind us. And and I can get on with uh, getting your Montreal tour up. And uh, uh, also I want to finish up your health programs page, Catherine. Uh, and I've got some okay. wonderful things to post about both of these products that, you know, that's why they came to us. I couldn't manage if I didn't have them. I just, you know, and mm-hmm. that's another story. But it'll be yeah. there. You can it'll you can there. look and make your choice one way or the other. It's it, nobody is rushing anybody, but it'll be there for you. Wonderful. So we'll be back together again either Tuesday night with Peter or Wednesday night. I'd like to hear from some people and to hear their experiences when they go out in the world and start opening up this discussion. Okay? It's going to be fun. It's going to be It's fun. going to be. We're going to hear some great stories. Yeah. Get thank ready. you, Catherine. It's a wonderful call. Thank you, thank you. Thank you okay. for your wonderful service oh, to all thank of us. You. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye, Catherine. Bye-bye, Anne.
Must lend a helping hand. 